Welcome to our October Ad Heart Call, Inspiring Forward Movement and Heart-Powered Intention. I'm Deborah Rosman, your host, and I'm very inspired to share with you the theme of this call, which is Ad Heart to the Power of Neutral. And neutral is one of those true heart frequencies that can help us stop a lot of energy drain and really build our resilience because the amplifying issues that we see in the news these days and the speed of change and challenges that most everyone's going through are just exposing what's been under the surface of judgments, divisiveness, polarized perceptions, truths, non-truths, fake news, and all of that. It's really hard to stay neutral. And many people are recognizing that the way to rise above it or get greater discernment, more ease, less stress, is committing to the daily renewal of heart qualities, like increasing our care and kindness, extending more compassion and understanding, deepening our connection with our own heart and with others. And, of course, that's been the theme of all of our ad heart calls. But, you know, it's really hard to maintain a high-quality care and compassion if underneath we're really not neutral about the issue that we're having compassion for or the person or for an overcare or there's really an underlining judgment and we're putting our care and compassion on top of it. So power of the heart is really to start by going to a state of neutral first to clear our biases, our judgments, our knowing what we knows, which often are unconscious, but at least we can have the intention to be in a neutral state, to maintain an act of calm, which stops the unconscious energy drain and builds our resilience capacity. You know, when you want to go forward or backward in a car, you go through neutral first, especially in the stick shifts that I used to drive when I was a lot younger, it was very obvious that you had to go to neutral before you go forward. So the analogy could be to increase our care and kindness, our love, it's really important to go to neutral first in that capacity. And then we have more power to do true love and care and have that have a higher quality, higher vibrational outline. So my guest today is Sandy Travis. And she's a HeartMath certified coach and trainer who teaches resilience building within organizations, even to Navy SEALs and special ops, where the power of neutral before you act or react is so critical for life, for health, for safety, and certainly for objectivity, clarity, discernment. So I've invited Sandy to talk about how she teaches this incredible skill it's not just a tool it's a skill to go to neutral with the people and organizations that she teaches with the hopes that we can learn some new um, applications and commitment to neutralize our reactions and triggers which I'm sure we all experience watching the news whatever side of the political divide you may be on or other challenges that are polarizing Practicing the power of neutral and adding heart to it is a very empowering and intelligent thing to do these days. So, Sandy, welcome. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, Deb. 
So, you know, Sandy, you and I before this call talked about objectivity and how it's hard to come by these days, and I'm sure the organizations you train and coach HeartMath Tools, you found real specific ways to facilitate people to use the power of neutral, to gain more objectivity, to rise above, you know, their triggers and reactions. How have you found that to work, and, and what, do you, what are some of your tricks of the trade? Well, uh, I can share the actual tools. Would you like me to share some examples of how I've used it and then go to the tools, or do you want me to go directly to tools and application? Well, I know in our HeartMath Certified Training, heart-focused breathing is the main tool that right. we teach for neutralizing or balancing the autonomic nervous system. So the physiology at least comes to neutral, which gives us a power boost into more heart coherence so that we have a chance for our perceptions and reactions to neutralize. So if you could talk about how you teach that or how you, what you've seen, the results of that, that would be great. Okay, well, clearly the heart-focused breathing, one of the things that I found is also out of the resilience advantage that is a very important tool in terms of what you're talking about for neutral. You mentioned the phrase active calm, and it really is that inner ease where the first steps help you really balance your mental and emotional energy. It's almost impossible to tap into heart wisdom unless you have that balanced. So I use the inner ease a lot. Another tool mm -hmm. that I'm using, and we have introduced it, I've been involved with the Activating the Heart of Teens, and one of the other tools that we are really featuring, if you will, both for individuals but also for a, a team or a group of people working together is um, cut through. So if you have something that is repeatedly triggering or you have an undercurrent or a historical charge to something, that actually going through those steps helps you come to a place of objectivity about that feeling or issue and literally as if you were considering it from a neutral place and then you can begin to make different choices. For me, the, what I see both personally and professionally in the groups that I work with, is that the value of neutral is that it brings to you to a different choice point. Choice point. It's a clear space that isn't available if you're reactive, not self-regulating, or charged emotionally. So I exactly. really position it's like, that way. Like, you know, you just remind me, that's like neutral in a car. When you're in neutral, you have a mm -hmm. choice to go forward yeah. or backward. We call them hinge points, and life presents us these days with so yeah. many rapid choice points that and finding that pause to go to neutral is so critical. I love your car metaphor because you can't make good choices because when you're, when you're in neutral, what I, and I will speak to it this way, not only is it at a great a greater place of peace, but there are possibilities that are available that you can't see if you're not in neutral. Uh, and so I'll frequently combine getting to neutral with something like a freeze frame 
to then really tap into the heart intelligence. And I'll use freeze frames with teams, with individuals, um, as well as I do the cut through. So I, right. I consider it an access to possibility. So Sandy, not everybody listening to this call will be familiar with heart mask cut through technique or freeze frame technique, even though freeze mm-hmm. frame technique is taught in the heart math experience and other other uh, programs, but it's in our books, Transforming Anxiety. If people are interested in how do you go deeper, like you're talking about, to clear maybe what's underneath, the old histories, memories that actually store and shape and form our unconscious biases. Everybody has Absolutely. that. It's part of life, whether it's religious or political or just how we view ourselves, how much self-doubt we have. All of our personality qualities are shaped by our we grew up. And in that, we can have these perceptions that are create emotionally fueled misinformation. And part of the beauty of heart intelligence and the heart map tools are designed to help people lift above that, gain more objectivity. So, as you said, we can make different choices. And so the cut-through technique is really designed for how do we clear some of that deeper stuff. And the freeze frame technique is really designed for how do we then access the intuitive guidance of our heart once we've cleared a little bit. And you don't have to be perfect. All of this is a unfolding process. So if people want to really learn either of those two techniques, they are in um, the books, Heart Mass Solution, Transforming Anxiety, Transforming Depression, the issues that are hitting people these days. And even if you've been a long-time practitioner of self-help, personal growth processes, it's so easy to fall into those feelings of anxiety and projection and depression. And compassion is so important. But neutral is sort of like resting in neutral is sort of like the go-to place to catch your breath, balance your system, neutralize so that you can access more of your higher heart's intelligence. So I would love to hear some examples you shared you had that um, of what people have discovered. Okay. Well, and I was going to say, and certainly for companies these days, when you add COVID and the fast pace and everything, everybody's under pressure to make decisions fast, or at least they perceive yeah. that. And so being in neutral, you can't make good decisions from an emotionally charged place. So neutral is the place to stand in that allows them to be steady in terms of how they go forward and then tap into the the heart intelligence. Well, um, yeah, some examples. I've got what you might call a whopper <laughs> about, uh, for me, me personally, uh, four and a half years ago, much to my great surprise, I was uh, went in for a routine mammogram, came out with very aggressive breast cancer. I'm thriving. But how that relates to neutral is there was about a two-week period, and and by the way, I freeze-framed my way all the way through. Heart math was integral, absolutely integral to this whole process. Um, But there was a two-week period where they'd run a whole bunch of tests, and it was a long time for all of them to come back. But there were... Two, uh, two things that were either going to happen. We were either going to go into treatment or they were going to do what they call palliative care. So basically, if it had metastasized, 
the way they thought it might have, then that's a whole other different scenario. And interestingly enough, during that two weeks, using all our tools, I was actually able to come to a place of neutral. I call it non-attachment. Either we're going to treat this and life is going to be great or I'm going to leave the planet and life's going to be great. And it was mm. actually a surprisingly blissful two weeks from that place of neutral and non-attachment. My poor sister was worrying, but I was in a place mm. of exquisite, exquisite bliss. And by being neutral, I was connected through the heart in ways that were just amazing. Um, So that's one personal example uh, in terms of having somebody come into my life uh, and um, there was a charge around that. And what I found was working to getting to neutral on that, really all of the issues went away. Uh, it c- completely eased the reactions, and it's turned out to actually be a, quite a pleasant relationship, I would say, much to my initial surprise. But it was coming from the place of neutral because I couldn't choose differently until I got to neutral. And I think for many of us under stress these days, the ideal is to be able to go to the renewing emotion immediately, but sometimes you have to stand a little while in neutral in order to be able to get there. I would like um, to underline that. That was, you know, what we were talking about earlier, that even the quality of your renewing emotion, the uplifting effect, has much more power when we are first in neutral because you absolutely. don't have the little hang tags or you really have a chance to, like your incredible story, to in neutral in the heart, resting there to really allow. It's like a surrender, like a humility so mm-hmm. your spirit can come in. Absolutely, and I call it, I personally sometimes equate true, true high heart neutral with non-attachment. It's not, you're not distance, distracted, or, you know, un- unattached. You're non-attached. You're truly in a place of neutral. And for me, that opens up anything as possible with the guidance from the heart. Yeah, that's powerful. And well, you, you know, just like your story, I have a recent story um, of how often I had to apply neutral being evacuated due to the California mm-hmm. wildfires. You know, August 18th, uh, in the evening, uh, we all had to evacuate. And it was like, really? And... My husband went down to the fire station to say, is this real? And they didn't even want to let him come back to collect me to go escape the area. And there's so many stories of what the firefighters did to save HeartMath's business, the homes, everything in the area. But we didn't know what was going on when we were Mm -hmm. in Santa Cruz evacuated. We would hear stories like you follow the social media. Oh, all of Boulder Creek has been given up because they're trying to protect the next town. Or you'd hear stories like um, where we are in West Park Avenue. It's all burned down. And you had to really go, is this real? You know, instead of getting all emotionally identified with that and go, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? We really, myself and others with HeartMath who evacuated together, we just really used our tools. We said, okay, until we know 
we really need to go to neutral. Then you'd hear stories like, oh, no, everything's fine, and it would go back and forth. So it was it was fascinating. It got to the point in that objectivity of knowing you can't go left, you can't go right. You'd be intelligent just to stay neutral and put out, like you said, non-attachment, put out heart mm-hmm. for the highest best for all. And that's what we spent a lot of time doing, myself and others, while we were continuing working virtually in our businesses and dealing with insurance. And then you still have the insurance inspector. I mean, this is real-world stuff. Everybody's got their similar stories uh, with different, uh, different plots. But um, the insurance adjusters who make the wrong choices, who double charge this, who don't pay you for that, it's so easy to get frustrated, to get impatient, to get irritated. But once you know that those feelings, as fine as normal as they are, drain energy, and over years of practice, you know they go nowhere except to lower your pitch, your vibration, and then you can't see clearly, you learn, having built that neutral muscle, to go, wait a minute, I need to go to neutral and stay neutral until I have real clarity of which, what, what's happening. And then I can make an intelligent choice. And so it mm-hmm. built a lot more muscle during that time period, but it also really tangibly increased my love, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. my feeling mm-hmm. of care and compassion for others who don't have tools, but also just the quality of my care because I was truly non-attached, like you're saying. And mm-hmm. to find that unattachment where it's not just conceptual, but it's real, is one of the uh, blessings, you might say, or gifts, benefits of the power of neutral. And I would say that that's real freedom mm-hmm. to be able to move into a place of neutral and uh, certainly with a level of uncertainty that we are all dealing with personally and business-wise. It's, it's not only a life skill, but it's a business skill to be able to access that, you, you might say, at will. I know it, it, we use the tools to do it, but I think it's fundamental um, to making wise choices and to move forward when we don't have clear or adequate information. Then we can tap in to the heart intelligence. Exactly. And, you know, you talk about personal and business, but what's going on socially now, families who are mm-hmm. stuck together if they don't want to be because of COVID and children moving back in with their parents, Parents who had, which was the topic of our last month's ad hoc call, <clears throat> who have kids at home doing distance learning while they're working and having to juggle household issues, there are a lot of stressors happening for people today. And I don't think anybody is not affected by the speed of things. So learning how to breathe ease, heart-focused breathing, like you said, inner ease and go to neutral saves energy, saves time, and really brings in more of a higher intelligence. So it's such a critical tool, and the election's coming up in a few weeks, Mm -hmm. and you know that whoever wins 
the other side is going to not be very neutral about and have a lot of identity with and create a lot of challenges. So the world needs us to really uh, not add to the judgments and blame, but really rise up in our own heart intelligence to be neutral. And neutral doesn't mean you don't care. Neutral does not mean you don't have a preference for an outcome. Mm -hmm. Neutral just means that you're resting in that centered place in the heart and trying to get, asking your heart's intelligence for more clarity on the best actions or attitudes you could take for yourself, for your loved ones, for the situation. And that's real important, understanding the intelligence of neutral. Again, it's not about saying you don't care or you're resigned. It's truly a place where you can see more options and choices and pick a choice that is the highest best for you. And I oftentimes say that I might have opinions and preferences, but neutral gives me the capability to look at the situation, whatever it is, political or anything else, from a place of... um, higher consciousness, if you will, mm-hmm. and know that I don't have to be attached. It's not my job to make something happen. It's my job to hold the space of the heart. Right. Well, I'm going to invite everybody listening to this call when we do our heart meditation on the power of neutral to really radiate that heart quality because it's truly a heart quality, not a mind quality because the mind can't hold neutral very long. It's usually too opinionated. But to really rest in the heart and the quality of, of, of ease, neutral, and be able to radiate that out into the energetic field because our heart radiations like radio waves do travel and the collective heart does have an ability to help lift the vibration of the environment, however much, however little. It's just like practicing the power of neutral. Don't worry if you can't get totally neutral. Don't start judging yourself. It's okay. Just experiencing a little less emotional charge around a challenging issue is a great start. And then it builds from there. Because part of what neutral allows us to do is to release some of the emotional investment we've assigned in the issue. Release some of what we call the significance, the big deal. Because every time we assign emotional investment and significance, it just accumulates and adds to the charge, making it harder to find neutral or harder to lift our vibration to really have the quality of our love and care uh, be as freeing and releasing and as beneficial as we would like. And we all experience ins and outs of this and modulations. So nobody is bad if you can't get there. Just the effort, that heart-powered intention is important and all counts. So we're going to do the heart meditation. And I just suggest you use this or some other form of practicing neutral several times a day, whether or not even a trigger about an issue comes up to really get in the habit of using it so then it will be easier to remember, go to neutral when you really need it. So let's start by focusing our attention on the heart. 
and doing some heart-focused breathing. Breathing a little more slowly, a little more deeply than normal. Just find an easy rhythm that's comfortable. And often just by doing the heart-focused breathing from the heart genuinely, it'll help bring our system into a more neutral, balanced state. Now, as we continue heart-focused breathing, breathe some heart qualities, some feelings of compassionate care and kindness for yourself and others, just to warm up the heart. Get some heart coherence going. Now, as you continue heart-focused breathing and compassionate care and kindness, ask yourself, what triggers you these days? Personally, family, politically, business, globally. What are the things that trigger you where practicing the power of neutral might really be beneficial to save energy, and to maybe get some new perceptions. And just acknowledge any feelings and thought triggers. And tell yourself you're going to make a commitment when they come up to take a time out and do heart-focused breathing so that you can temporarily disengage from those judgmental or self-negating thoughts and feelings. And no, they're not bad, they're standard, but you want to take the power back. You want to be able to tell yourself, let's go to neutral and not go one way or the other, adding energy to thoughts and feelings about the issue and Hold on to the feeling of being neutral until the trigger eases up, until you can honestly say, okay, I'm in neutral. And what I like to do from that place of resting in neutral is ask myself questions like, what if it's not like I'm thinking it is? What if there's something bigger picture going on that I don't see? What if I really don't know? 
These what-if questions asking your heart from a neutral point are what I find opens the gate for new intuition, new intelligence to come in. Right in the middle of a projection. And it may be an insight I've already had, but it comes in again with more confirmation. And that attitude of I don't know helps us stay neutral, helps the mind become humble and more open to higher heart intelligence. So let's close this heart meditation by radiating that neutral energy into our energetic field, into ourselves, into the environment, into our homes, offices, into our governments, and into the world. And know that together we're co-creating a reservoir of compassionate care, kindness, and neutral energy that we can all draw on during this next month to help us have more power, to practice the power of neutral, and stay open to a higher heart intelligence and intuitive guidance. Let's radiate that intention into the field. Thank you, everyone, so much for participating in this heart meditation and really exploring the power of neutral with us. And thank you, Sandy, for your intelligence and inspiration and practical use of this tool. I'm honored to be part of the conversation. Well, everyone, have a, have a peaceful, easeful, and empowered month. And our next Ad Heart call is Tuesday, November 17th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Take care. <laughs>